says my recording list is empty, Mac. You gotta record something then. If it's empty, then. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, new app, ha- Mac. New app, new episode, new, new beginning. That's a pretty good way to start a podcast episode. Um, I was gonna, I was just gonna ask you, like, Mac, how do I start a podcast episode? And how do I end one? And how do I just record and one? And how do you do the middle part? Yeah. Step one, make podcast. Step three, profit. Step two, question mark. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I have Mac with me today. Yep. Um. I, I. What I don't have is a script. I have no script. No. No idea of what we're talking about. We have no script. Um. I've tried two previous times to, uh, mm, that's my confidence leather. Uh, Just breathing in leather? It smells good. Well, it's, it doesn't really smell like actual leather. No, it smells kind of like chemicals. It smells like Danny's chair. It does. area. My, my deodorant smells exactly like him. I wonder if he uses every man Jack Cedarwood as well. Let's let's go ask him. <laughs> We're gonna run over there, microphone in hand. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't run. We're gonna speed walk over there. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> speed walking, eh? Yeah. It's uh. Speed walking. It's pastime. It is. Um. I don't know, something about it, though, it just seems off. Like, either you're gonna walk, or you're gonna jog, or you're gonna run. And isn't jogging pretty much the exact same thing as speed walking? Except with more leg movement? It's more body movement, completely. Speed walking is like trying to convince yourself that you're not jogging, so... Speed walking is super fast feet movement, but jogging is like picking, really picking your legs up. and Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's 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 trying to speed walking is trying to convince yourself that you're not jogging, even or when you're kind of matching the pace of uh, of jogging. It it's weird. Depends how fast your jog is. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Varies per person. To each their own. For me, my jog is uh, zero miles per hour or uh, some some people like to say in worse countries than ours kilometers yeah if you hate freedom (laughs) did you know that uh i believe it was during i want to say during the original red scare that there was a government petition from some senators and and just congressmen and women alike uh, to uh, rebrand french fries as freedom fries. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That kind of reminds me of, uh, is it 1984, the book? What was it? It was like victory gin and victory cigarettes. I I didn't finish that book, but I'm glad that I was able to reference it to sound smart. You may (laughs) have... Even though I'm just talking about alcohol and tobacco. I did actually, just yesterday, I tallied up all the books that I had read since June 3rd of 2020, and I believe it was 46. Wow. And... I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed and intimidated. Thank you. Just a Thank m- you. mixture of both here. <laughs> I read something, and I and then I, I did not. I forgot that I had read two books, um, even though they are counted on the forty-six. Uh, but I did have to. Uh, so my my page count was not accurate, but I did find all forty-four books that I had read that I have um I tell and I I tallied up all the pages and I got something close to I want to say 40,000 I don't know um, yeah it, it yeah uh good books good books books are good read please if you can mhm if if yeah if you can if you have if you have a book read it 
unless it's not good or you don't like it. So did you see that game? Game game? I mean the one where they played that game. Oh yeah. Oof. Yeah. Crazy. I, that, that one part of the game was really game. I was not expecting how gamey that was. I know. I think it was too gamey for the kids though. Yep. Oh, that's just my automatic turn to. It's like, have you seen that game recently? Uh. <laughs> I watch too many awkward movies, and I hate I hate it, and I hate myself for it. But it nice happens. weather we've been having. <laughs> are you sure you're not British? I mean, those blokes are always talking about the weather in foggy London town. <laughs> there's only there's there's only one type of weather, and it's foggy there. Yeah. I refuse to accept anything else. If they have fogs, do you suppose that England actually has like fog sirens at all? Because I think the majority of the time if we're if we're following through on stereotypes, which honestly I think are kind of true. Yeah. Uh do you suppose that England actually has a actually has fog sirens? Because if they do I think they would be going off way too much. I don't think they have fog sirens. I think they have the opposite of fog sirens. Because if it's <laughs> they have sunshine sirens. Sunshine, rain, <laughs> snow. Be careful! You may be slightly blinded. Do not look at large floating orb of pure light in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> it is new. It is different, and we should fear it. That being said, do you think do you think that do you think that uh, England truly is foggy and gloomy for the majority of the time? Or are you just saying that? From all the books I've read, <laughs> fiction like, or nonfiction? Definitely fiction. Um, like 1984, I'd like to say there has never been a beam of sunlight that has reached <laughs> England. It's the entire country of England albinos, and there's, and, like, everyone from England, uh, Wilbur Soot, Tommy in it, heck, even the Queen, yeah. who I probably should have said first, because she, you know, you, like, is the public ruler. Although she doesn't really do that much. No, the Prime Minister kind of. Kind of just sits there. Acts queen-like. I saw a wonderful meme the other day. It was, uh, do you, do you know that one meme uh, gif thing is, can a meme be, be a video? I don't think so. Well, what should I call, should I call it a meme video, just to clarify? It's funny video. Also, your music is playing in the background. Yeah, I, I, forgot forgot I should probably, I should probably <laughs> point out that I don't own any of these songs. Don't arrest me. I don't know... We do not own Tool. Tool owns themselves. They own reality. Um. Um. Do they do they own any tools, or do they call the handyman? Do you think Tool uses their own tools? Don't take that out of context. Do you think Queen had a different Queen? Well, the Queen was happy when Freddie Mercury died. Really? I I, I think so. Alex, you know Alex. He told me. He told me that because he's a Queen fan. And I'm not, but... I think Pink Floyd had their own Floyd, or did they use another... You think Pink Floyd actually liked the color pink? It's it's referencing another band. What band? It's, I can't remember. <laughs> then it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember... Oh yeah, so um, I saw this, I saw this wonderful... I saw this wonderful meme video... I want to say that like David Bowie, meme school, meme factories. I saw this wonderful uh, meme video the other day. Have you ever seen that one meme video with like the pride flag in the background and the dude with the really blown out microphone? Yes. <laughs> Objects that I've shoved up my ass. Um, so I saw that in, in that voice, except it was just a black background. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher is dead. Ding dong, the wicked bitch is dead. Yep. I found that quite arousing. It's pretty great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, w 
wanna I wanna give that dude a medal. He's funny. It's it's kinda mean, but it's funny. I might want to get him a better microphone though. I want to hear what he actually sounds like. Well, I want to know his his true voice, his address, um, bank account. Want to know his place of residence. Want to know his parents' names. Want to know everything about this guy. Stan. Hmm. Are you Stan? No, I'm a. Private detective. <laughs> that pause was too long to to justify. It was either justify your comment. It was either stalker or private detective. That's fan. what a Stan is. A stalker fan. That's the original definition of Stan. Then it moved to super fan. I don't trust that. I can look it up. I have infinite knowledge of pop culture. Except when it comes to Sonic or anything else but Stan. Did you just. Did you just spit a bit of water back into your. No, I took one huge. Like, so I opened my throat and down the water I already had in my mouth while bringing more in. It's science, man. That's a bit mind-bending. Wait, let me try them. Mm. I can't do it. No? No. It's kind of... I, um, it's weird. Learned to open my throat from chugging and shotgunning things, so... Yeah, yeah, I saw that. You looked like you were gonna die of burps. <laughs> it looked pretty painful. It, it was. I, you know what was more painful? shooting compressed air down my throat oh yeah i remember you were talking about that maybe you shouldn't have done that it, i i was impressing a girl i know and but she just laughed at me that's true you know i'm not sure that maybe you're not appealing to the right fan base if impressing a girl means hurting yourself I wasn't hurting myself at first. It looked cool because it was like puffing up my cheeks, and then I'm like, "Haha, watch this!" And it went. <laughs> it uh, but it hurt, didn't it? After a while. I rest my case. Yeah. I'm not saying who you <laughs> should and shouldn't see. I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe don't do that. No, because like I was blowing the hair around in my face because I have luscious golden locks yeah you do and uh you do we're, we're both laughing at it and we're like ha 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 and then i'm like watch this and it just opens up my throat without me knowing uh, and it hurt you think you could go into the sword swallowing community someday <laughs> give me enough compressed air sure open it up <laughs> right down what do you suppose would happen if you shoved an uh a nozzle that had a, an air compressor attached to it down into your throat. <laughs> With an air compressor? Okay, wait. Yeah, if it was powered, would it just eventually just pop your stomach? And then you'd probably drown in your own blood, but without actually being submerged this in it. This is not the kind of conversation I want to have. My podcast, <laughs> my rules. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, um, I'm trapped in this. Help <laughs> I, I, this was not volunteer. He has the knife. He is. He is I haven't holding, even. I haven't even taken this thing out of. He its is holding a bat with nails. Case. He, has my name on it. It also says Graham Ray, Minnesota. There's a laser cannon pointed at me. It is getting scary. Uh huh. All that oh. and more. This reminds me of that one Office episode. Where Dwight is taking voice notes, or he's recording all of, like, the conference meetings. Remember that? And then all of a sudden, Jim is like, Dwight, that is inappropriate. Put your pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> and then Andy had to go ruin it by saying, I am cutting off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. I really don't like Andy's character. No? No. He's... Honestly, at the risk of saying cringe too many times, which in it, which in of itself makes me sound cringe, 
Yeah, I think he's a bit more cringe than Michael in the first two seasons. Michael will forever be the best character. I I don't want to hit you. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> he's literally the funniest. Yeah, but at but at what cost? His own cost. Self-deprecation. <laughs> I feel bad for... Well, he's not even doing it on purpose. He thinks that he's being funny, and he doesn't know how to stop. He is a grade A sociopath. That's amazing. I so will give him credit for the lengths that he goes to, but... Mm-hmm. But it's at it, the the cost is too great. No, it is. He was a funny guy. Doing it is, funny and you things. know it. No. I put my sweater on. You brought a sweater. I always. Ooh, okay, yep. Yeah, I always bring a sweater. But, but why? Question not. Right, wait, actually, no. I'm I'm not questioning. That is not a sweater. This is a massive that is, Yeah, that's not a sweater, though. This thing's big on me. And I'm a, I'm a bigger boy. <laughs> Baskin Crobbins? Nope, Beast. that can't. No, I'm pretty sure that's Baskin Crobbins. I don't want to hear it! It It's Baskin Crobbins. Now. Hi there, my name is Will. I've uh, taken over this podcast. Mac, how are you doing on this fun day? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Will. Um, just went to Baskin Robbins. Yeah? Yeah. Alright, Will, I'm now going to interview you on how you started your podcast. Will. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. oh, we're switching back? Yeah. Me, my two brain cells can't, uh... <laughs> I gotta hold something, man. Oh, for the for the audio listeners who are consequentially my only listeners, uh, Mac is now holding up my streaming microphone, which actually kind of does look like a real microphone. It has a Billy Joel haircut condenser on it. <laughs> um, you want to see what it looks like underneath? Check this baby out. Oh, just just pull on it. Whoa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Feels rude to pull off. Okay, we're now gonna ask uh, Will some questions. Okay. Why did you start the Brain Cube podcast? Um, like anything I do, I don't have an answer to why I do everything. But um, I don't know. COVID board did something. Uh. Are you going to spontaneously Keep going. combust? Keep going. Yeah, um. <laughs> well, if you could focus on the interview questions, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. It's hard when you're jerking your hand around with a microphone in it. I can't focus on that. Um, get your friggin' Tourette's under control, Mac. Don't make fun of my Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Ever again. Okay. Yeah, yeah alright. I'm sorry, that, that was too... <laughs> That was too far. Ah! Okay, question number two. Um, why is it called the Brain Cube? Um, well, originally I was going to call it Devil's Advocate because that seemed like a cool name, but then I figured out that that was already a podcast, although I'm pretty sure it has just the, sa- this, just the same amount of listeners as I do. Um, Hold on, wait. Are you dissing the Devil's Advocate podcast No, I've never right listened to it. I'm not in the place to diss it at all. Um, to clarify for everyone listening, Will is insulting them just completely. <laughs> I am. This is, you haven't listened you to the Devil's. Not, you have you listened to the Devil's Advocate podcast? That doesn't matter right now. He is completely insulting them under his breath. It is crazy. I don't want to repeat some of the words he's saying. Back, back to your uh, answer. Um, I don't know. It just kind of came to me one day, like, this podcast is so stupid it's gonna turn your brain into a cube, maybe? Flat brain? Flat brain? Uh, well, just like the earth, it's, it's flat, so, I mean, well, the, the your brain is already flat, alright? Circles don't exist. You weren't, you weren't going for the brain sphere? Spheres aren't a thing, Mac, everyone knows that. It's a government conspiracy. Okay, um... For everyone listening, again, I'm now promoting my new podcast, the um, 
the brain rectangular prism. Um, I'd, I'd pay good money to go see the Brain Rectangular Prism podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is exclusive. I should... I should make, like, a secondary podcast. Make one episode, then forget about it forever, but I would totally call it the Brain, brain Rectangular, rectangular Sphere podcast. Rectangular Rectang- Sphere? What? I've said too much! <laughs> the knife came out. He's holding it. It, it is scary. The... Wait, I am actually holding the keychain ring, technically. Here. So, yeah, I am technically holding the knife. Another question. <coughs> that Hold doesn't... Sh- <coughs> Do you mind? <coughs> What's your favorite podcast to listen to? Um, Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, go ahead. <coughs> well, I don't know. Probably not mine. I don't know. It's got to be somewhere right, um, between... I'm not done yet. On to the next I'm question. Not do- I'm not done yet. I, uh, okay, I re- um, I'm, not, I'm not done yet. I think... Uh, it's got to be somewhere between Chuckle Sandwich, uh, Are We There Yet, hosted by my friends Mara and Naomi. They're not actually my friends. Or, well, they, I like to say that they're my friends, but I don't have that many social interactions with them. Um, I'm not incredibly lonely, uh, but it's got to be somewhere between those two and maybe behind the bastards. Right back to you at the station. Okay, um... So, for your new cooking show, will you actually be making chuckle sandwiches? Um, no, I'm thinking of making uh, sad sandwiches, though, you know, what goes, like... What goes into a sad sandwich? Okay, on to the next question. Uh-huh. <laughs> All I had to do was stare at you intensely. Dang, I should use this more often. Um... So, these questions are going to get progressively harder. So, just so you know. If you could choose one podcast to be deleted forever, what do you think? Well, one of your own episodes to be completely Mm -hmm. gone, which one would it be? Well, I'd say the first one, because I hate it, but but a lot of people tell me that's actually secretly good, but it's it's not. Um, Maybe the one about Among Us. Let's just turn into a meme now. I didn't think it would. Or, well, everything does eventually, but. Okay, so rem- just remember, they will get harder. Question. If you could remove one entire podcast, not yours, but anyone else's, who would it be? Mm, Which um, one? Probably some alt-right Nazi garbage podcast. Alright. What are your thoughts on religion? I, uh... I have I have my own thoughts on religion. I don't think that it should be taken as extremely as it is. Um, I don't think that it should be involved in politics as much as it is. Um, all in all, Jewish cool. What's your favorite kind of salad? Uh, those blue cheese dole bags. <laughs> Don't test me. Blue cheese has mold in it. You have mold in it. <laughs> Got me yet again. Um, I should just use Uno Reverse. I've been wanting to use that for a very long that time. That joke has been dead for a while now. So have I, Mac. <laughs> you gotta wake up. I'm whoa. Schizophrenia acting months. up and again. Okay. Um, fine, fine. You need to let go. <laughs> wake up. Oh, the final question. Um. Oh, that's a pretty good question. So, what's your favorite book? Um, it's a tough one. It really doesn't smell that good. No. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Please stop shoving my microphone up my nose. 
doesn't smell that. Uh, it smells like I'd imagine a microphone to smell. You just took three hits on a microphone. Okay. I do that all the time, and I am not a crack snorter. snorter but um. Not anymore. After rehab and everything. Oh yeah. Kind of went Million downhill. Ago. Yeah, I, did lost. A, I pulled an Elton John on that one. No, uh, what's my favorite book? Now that is a cool microphone setup. Right. Ooh. Um. Upside that's, down. That's a tough one. Yeah. Let me just say that the Shure SMB7, you know that microphone? No. It's used everywhere. You, is it? Let me, let me show you a picture of it. You'll know it when you see Oh, it's SM7B. It, it, it's, is it, it's, is it that iconic? SMB. Yep, I've seen it. Yeah, it's everywhere. They use it on the Misfits. Filza uses it. Uh, Tubbo uses it. Everyone uses it. So $400 microphone. It's pretty expensive, and you also need, like, an XL... Uh, well, it's an XLR microphone, so you need a power supply and a mixer for it, too. But you've, you've just seen it everywhere. But I tell, I'm telling you that the... Uh, the... The SM7B has been in all positions everywhere through all time. Diagonal? You know it. Fourth dimension? Probably. Well, what would happen? Listen. How would My favorite book is Art of the Scythe. It's, it's a good series. It is. Yeah. Well, what, what would you say? Or maybe Looking for Alaska. That's a good book, too. It is. I, I've read all of John Green's books. So, uh, I think I've read most of them. I, I like summer of 2020. Got bored. Zoom. Nice. What would you, what would you think if I, um, put you in the fourth dimension and flipped you upside down so you experienced time upside down? Um, well, if I was able to come back, I'd probably write a scientific paper on it. Um, be um, interesting. But what would your thoughts be, like, as it's happening, when you're experiencing time upside down? You asshole, why did you curse me to this, to this, uh, existence? Um, I don't know, I'd probably be pretty interested in it, because I'm, I'm very interested in time fluctuation. I have a, I have a hypothetical for you, that I've, I've accumulated a few over the past month. Would you, like, would you like to hear them? Yeah. I got three. Um, so let's say, in this hypothetical, you have a, you have a friend named Lil Critter. Lil Critter? Are we talking, like... He's humanoid. He's a biped. Okay, are we talking about, like, should I be imagining, like, Animal Crossing characters, or, like, furries? No, he's a, he looks like a very short human. I'm gonna go with Animal Crossing. And he's six inches tall. I'm gonna go with Animal Crossing. Right. What's his name? Lil Critter. Lil Critter, okay. And he's... You like him. He laughs at all your jokes, tells you jokes, just makes your day better. Yeah. One day, Lil Critter says, Oh, come over here. And you're like, okay, because you like him. And he opens up a door and throws you into a pocket dimension. A, what's a pocket dimension? It's just like a, you're drifting in a void. Oh, okay. And I know exactly. All you can see is like a third person view of what Lil Critter's doing. Yeah. And um you can't get out of this pocket dimension, by the way. And he's like putting on your clothes even though they're super big and he's walking around and everyone thinks he's you. How? Well I'm I am pretty short, but I'm not I'm not six inches. Exactly, but they just think he's you. So reality shifted. And uh, no, they just send in the TVA. For some reason, everyone's like, "Yeah." Unless little critter is part of the TVA, in which case I'm screwed. And they're like, "What a guy!" And little critter will occasionally look and like meet your line of vision through the pocket dimension and just wave at you and give this little snarky smile. What would you think? Um, I think at first I would probably be really mad at him. And then eventually I think I would find greater meaning. And then I'd find a loophole and get out and probably beat him to within an inch of his life. With a pool cue.
You know, actually, no, I think I would understand. I think by the time I understood why he did it, I'd probably just send him to jail for a couple years. And then we could... Work it out. Er, and then I'd get a restraining order. And then I'd destroy the door to the pocket dimension. And then I'd probably buy a really expensive graphics card. This is This is just me. But personally, I wouldn't be mad at Little Critter. I would well, be mad at all the people mm, who thought he was me. Alright, let me pose a hypothetical to you. I'm interested. Whoa. Whoa. Is my microphone anyway? Got taken out of my hands. It looks a lot smaller when large hands are holding it and then me with my baby hands and little sausage fingers. I, th- I think that's how it works with it. I think that's how that works with everything. <laughs> but... But I don't typically hold this in my hand. Maybe you should start. Alright, um... Let's... Let me pose a hypothetical to you, building on your hypothetical. Okay. When you come back, everyone thinks that you're a little critter. Oh. What do you think? Oh. Now you just threw me for a loop in my own hypothetical. Oh. Alright, I just play it out. And then I do the exact same thing he did to me. Open up a pocket dimension, boom, throw him in there. Tell everything's back to normal, but there's no little critter. What what if you don't know how to open a pocket dimension? Only only little critter knows. I I know everything. I could easily do it. Give me a second and duct tape. <laughs> Give me a, a very sharp butter knife and I'll rip a, a hole in space and time. Okay. All right, now, let me just pose a general question to you. Right. What do you think of the uh, the theory, like... All right, so if a knife is blunt, it's safe. What do you think about that? It doesn't have to be sharp to be dangerous. Like, yeah. That cup right there. It can be dangerous. I'm looking at a cup. Yeah, I could easily knock you out with that cup. Could shove it down your larynx. It's not what I was expecting. Um, that was slightly more violent than what I was thinking. I've been away from society for a while. We'll, I apologize we'll, for my we'll actions. I'm thinking about shoving cups. <laughs> and also, um, I think that I may have just. I'm pretty sure that a larynx has something to do with your voice and you can't shove stuff down it or you'll like tear it to shreds long before you get anything down welcome back to mythbusters um (laughs) today uh today we're gonna shove this cup down his larynx and we're gonna see what happens that sounds about right all right i've yet another hypothetical for you yeah here here you go i don't like holding this anymore (laughs) so you got a nice padded grip there. Imagine you, you're at work one day. Looks like a perfume bottle. Mm. You're right. Are you going to be like, hello, would you like a sample? Um, so imagine you're at work one day. Mm-hmm. And you, you get called into your boss's office. Got it, got it. And you walk in, and there are two things that you notice right away. Got well, it. three things. Yeah. On his desk is an assortment of fruits. That's the first thing. Second thing, he's wearing the exact same clothes as you. Sex and clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's just mimicking you. What about what about underwear? How, how how can you tell if he's wearing the same underwear or the same socks? It doesn't matter currently. Okay. Third thing, his mouth is three times bigger than usual. Does that mean that his face is bigger? No. Does that just mean his, that his mouth is three times bigger? So. His mouth would have to be like those weird, creepy, yep. poor drawing mouths. That Stretches all the way to like his cheekbones. And I his really ears. should turn on the lights more. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. And he he looks at you in a very serious manner as he stands behind his desk and he says, "Will, do you have fear in your life?" And before you can answer that question, he grabs a pear off his desk. He angles his head toward the ceiling, opens his mouth wide. Just he's holding the stem, and he dips it into his mouth, and pulls it out. Just the stem and the core. He like ground off the rest with his teeth. 
How do you? Uh... What do you? Res- how do you respond? Um, I'd probably respond. I do now. But before you can respond, while well, you're st- you're stuttering after that moment. Well, I don't know he, if I'd be stuttering. He gets an apple. Same thing. Asks you the question again, and then does it with grapes. But this time, he eats the whole thing. No stem? Mm-hmm. He then continues to let out the lowest frequency burp you've ever heard. But it's at such a short period of time that it's just a boom, like a sonic wave. Everything is knocked around in his desk. Your hair's flown back and everything. And he sits down like... He sits down and says... Sorry. And then asks you the question. What do you say? That's a tough one. I, I don't know if I would... I don't know what I would say. I would probably try to come up with something snarky to show him that... Or maybe, maybe I said... I probably said yes, but I mean you no harm. Please let me go home. He, uh, he opens his eyes wide and his mouth wide. You can see down his throat. Slams his hand on the desk. And then goes back to normal and says, Okay, thank you. You can leave, and you walk out. That's the end. <laughs> I have one more. Uh, is it as bad or not bad? It's not bad. It was a very good question. I just want to know if uh, if it's gonna be terrifying. Your, your boss calls you into his office, uh, and it's you and like three other people, coworkers. Yeah. And you're talking like numbers. Numbers. Like you're like, yeah, we made this oh, much this so, quarter. Okay. You're talking actual business yeah and then a man in a luchador like outfit Mm -hmm. runs in and starts just beating up your boss like slamming him into the wall slamming his head against the desk just totally brutally beating him and then like 15 minutes of this goes by and then they get up all of a sudden shake hands and the luchador runs out shuts the door behind him and your boss just like straightens his tie uh, unwrinkles his shirt and goes, uh, sorry, that was my husband. And he sits back down. What do you say? How do you, how do you react? Um, I think I would ask if he wants to give some background and then maybe, maybe ask if they need couples counseling. But right below, he, he accepts the question about the couples counseling, but the question about the giving background he goes, I really don't want to talk about it, guys. I'm sorry. And, yeah, that's fine. Okay. And then, it happens two more times, but with your coworkers. Same thing, same question, same answer. And then your boss just reaches out his hand to you as if you want to shake it. Mm-hmm. And you reach out your hand to shake it, and he grabs your hand, like, tightly. And yeah. he forces you to sign a marriage certificate. <laughs> oh no! And all of a sudden, oh, you look no. out the window, and there is a WWE wrestler standing there, just <laughs> just staring at you, wide eyes, just blank expression, just staring <laughs> at you. And he walks in. He opens the door. <laughs> door creaks open and he's just staring at you he comes up to you and shakes your hand you both shake hands he goes it was very nice meeting you he gives you a hug he's about to walk out the door and you're about to sit down and you're like thank god i was so scared but for some reason you don't hear the door close you turn around room turns into a wrestling ring and he just starts Attacking you. Punches. Kicks. 15 minutes. This is the worst pain you've ever experienced. High five. Handshake. Returns back to the boss's office. How do you react? I want to see my lawyer. Lawyers don't exist in this reality. What about specific kinds of lawyers? No. Not even. Alright, what about a divorce consultant? No. So what am I allowed to do then? Nothing. Rights do not exist. <laughs> this, this is my reality. <laughs> are these dreams that you had? No. Are you sure? All my dreams are about fascism. Oh yeah, that's right. Are you, 
These really sound like dreams that you would have had, You though. would think. <laughs> How did you come up with these? Did you just come up with them? I was playing the piano one day, and I struck a certain note, and that di- that doesn't matter. Um, I was just sitting down, and I thought... Hmm. Yeah. Well, you never know what a, a great imagination can do. Right? Yeah. Speaking hmm. of my fascist dreams... Have you had any more? I have. Yay! I think I think now is the best time to talk about them. Yeah, let's, 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 let's. give an update. I was going to ask and then I forgot, but please enlighten me. I'll, I'll oh, enlighten, great one. I'll enlighten everyone right now. All right, you might want to give a brief uh, I'm going to give the introduction, the whole story I gave to you. Yeah. So, I've read quite a lot of books. Quite a bit, however you want to say it. A lot of books about dystopian worlds oh I, I never know how to pronounce it totalitarianism yeah totalitarianism yeah um and also it depends on the the perception of those ensnared in said world it may not be dystopian to them it may be utopian well that's how it's always supposed to be mm-hmm. 1984 <laughs> until you see the man behind the curtain it's a big brother but um and I read about fascism, like nonfiction fascists, mm. and it's interesting to me. But then, one night I had a certain dream about sitting in like a a school assembly, and the teachers are just droning on and on, and I'm finally like, I'm sick of this, and so I arrange a meeting of students in a gymnasium. Are the teachers there? Too? No, not oh. not yet. That happens next. But um, and I'm banging on the pedestal, and I'm getting everyone riled up, and um, and mm. all the while those two fascism songs by Pink Floyd are playing in the background. Yep, <laughs> in the flesh, uh, and I, everyone's agreeing with me, and I'm saying stuff like I will not be ruled, um, without my choice and stuff like that. So, I arrange, however bad it may sound to say, sort of a Gestapo. And they wear bright yellow suit jackets, and they have circles shaved into their hair. Like, they're bald all on the sides of their head, and then it's just a circle. Mm. With a, another bald circle in the middle. So it's just a ring of hair. That doesn't sound very fashionable. And for <laughs> some reason, the teachers do not notice this. But then again, this is my dream. Yeah. Well, no, this is not my dream. I was this just is a dream say, I had. Is this is this what you want to do with your life? <laughs> if, if being a teacher fails. Um, <laughs> oh, you want to be a teacher? Yeah. I don't know about that. Language arts teacher. Yeah. Good for you. But um. So, next time assembly rolls around. And we're sitting there, and finally it's like, my time to strike. And I light a flashlight, and all the, not Gestapo, but kind of like them, members see it. And they all jump up, and they like get into the corners and the sides and the aisles. And I walk up onto the stage, and I get given this bright red coat. And I just start talking about it, and I'm getting a bunch more students rallied, and they're like, yeah. And I'm not sure if I want to say, like, the public execution part. Uh, yeah, then go ahead. Should I leave that? No? Okay. It's important, right? Yeah. It's important. it's important to the stories, otherwise everyone's going to wonder where all the teachers went. <laughs> it'll be a major story, it'll, it'll be a major plot hole. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure this all sprouted from listening to Pink Floyd. <laughs> this is a very symbolic and, uh, dream. And watching The Wall, like the movie. Mm, I don't want to watch And. But yeah. Gestapo. All my not so Gestapo mem. Yeah, that's what I'll call them. The not so Gestapo. Mm-hmm. They start. Just your, your, just your general run of the mill followers. Yeah. Okay. And. Not so Gestapo. Yeah. And they all start taking the bad teachers, not good teachers. But, like, teachers that have actually done bad things towards children. Mm-hmm. And they take them out into the hallway. And 
I'll explain it exactly as I saw it in my dream. I saw me standing at this pedestal, just pounding my hands against it. And I think the last words I said was like, I want to be free. I want to be break free. I want to break free. God But yeah, they all get brought out in this hallway. And... Yeah, I said the last, I want to be free or something, and then you just hear gunshots ring. Just like one solid shot, too. Just the... Boom. And I, I know that's terrible. But it is it's a very important. strong plot point. It is. And I should say, in no way do I want to be a fascist dictator. That is not the way that I heard it when you told this story. (laughs) I want to be a (laughs) fascist. You want to be a fascist, but maybe not a fascist dictator? But would you follow a fascist dictator if one were to seize America? If it went along with my ideals, (laughs) yes. Uh, (laughs) I would would be a fascist dictator if I had the chance. Would you be be a violent one? No, I'd actually... Because that's kind of in fascist dictator's nature. Yeah, no, I'd actually try to fix things. But, Kim Jong. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna continue. Um, that happens. I turn my whole school into my headquarters. Some things start to get crazy. I'm like planning out my takeover of the United States. Mhm. Mhm. And all of a sudden, all the adults are starting to notice, <laughs> and they're like, "This can't go on." Yeah. And so what happens is. Oh, before I forget, I'm sorry, I know I'm interrupting. I'd just like to say, don't reveal the location of this room. No, I, I don't plan on it, no. Okay. All right, I'm sorry, you may, no. you may consider. Yeah, and they, they try to, like, what's it called? They try to overtake my school building. Mm-hmm. And I go, uh-uh. And in this dream, my brother gets shot, which I'm not proud of, and I don't know why it happened. I love my brother like a brother. There is. I do. I do not want him to actually get shot. But did he just like randomly get shot? He's like running through the hallways as all my policemen are going. Pew, 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 pew. What and are they shooting at? The adults. Oh yeah. Trying right, to okay. crowd my building. Okay. And so he gets shot in crossfire, and I go no. And then out of pure anger, I get in my secret taxi, which is driven by a very very close friend of mine. Who? Um. Made me this bracelet. Oh um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's driving a taxi, and I go, "Let's move." So we get up to my my palace, and it's a pretty nice palace, I gotta say. My dream, awesome. And like, I'm looking down, and it's on this huge hill, and I can see the school building, and I'm holding this remote, and I click the button, boom, building. <laughs> and I, I guess, in my dream brain, it was telling me to show no mercy and show them that I am not messing around. Like, I'll do that. So I start a siege on our town. Mm -hmm. I eventually come out victorious. I put all the adults... Okay, this is going to sound bad. I put them all into work camps. (laughs) This is not... But it's no, not, I'm not. I'm not judging. Not this judging. is not an extermination event. I'm. Um, they actually work and they build metal things for my party. I okay. Um, I'm now that I say it. Yeah, I get it. I'm yeah, hearing some um, generally bad things. Yeah, I'm getting some uh, getting Nazi s- Germany vibes here. Yeah. But, again, it's not an extermination thing. Yep. That's exactly what they said. Now I'm really... S- oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one dies. <laughs> no one, they go to these camps and they build things for my war effort. Now, okay. That sounds, um, that sounds just equally as bad. That sounds like you're trying to justify a terrible thing, which you kind of are. That's but, exactly what I'm doing. But it's it's your dream. All right. I mean, it, it's, dream, it's, dream. it's a dream it, it, it I had. It is a dream. Yep, okay. It, it was from a past life. I no longer want to do that. <laughs> That's the way it sounded. Sorry, go on, yeah. Um. And then tell me when your new dream comes in. <laughs> um, and I'm doing solid. Like, I have gained... Uh, I've gained ground. I've taken over Canada and Mexico. Ooh. And I'm breaching the, like... I'm going into Central America. 
Why have not? you already conquered entirely America? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, most I've basically conquered all of North America. Okay, so you're going into. I'm going down. Yeah. Into the okay. South, and in the South, I encounter a lot of resistance. And that doesn't make me afraid until I'm in my palace in uh, Baja, California. Mm. And I get news that the Europeans are attacking the Eastern Front. <laughs> Just like they did to the Western Front in Nazi Germany. This is bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm not sure if the microphone heard you. Are you comparing yourself to Nazi Germany? No, I'm saying this is exactly <laughs> what it sounds like, and I'm sorry. And uh, so, I take I I hold resistance at the Eastern Front, and I win. Yay! So yeah. What well, are you saying? Should we be saying yay about my fascist dictatorship? Um, no, I'm saying yay that you succeeded. And I ha- at this point have held huge rallies, and I've. Every child in America agrees with me. Like, nice. Including Canadian children <laughs> and Mexican children and some Central American children. I haven't completely taken that over yet. Um, and I it's cr- on your to-do list. And I crown myself king. That seems a bit petty. What? So, I crown myself lord, father, all right, that sounds that actually sounds strangely better. I think father is the best, because like then I'm really putting myself into a god status. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like it sounds like you're trying to make yourself a messiah. That's basically what I did, because I started making churches. <sighs> you didn't tell me that. Yeah, no, this is part of the new series that had been going oh. on. Dreams. I've I've had more. Oh. All right, all right. So this is this is all new. This is yeah. something other than what I've heard. The all right, recap go on, is over. Go on. Now you can hear it. I, I, right. I started making churches and having people pray to me. <laughs> Sorry. You don't. Even, it's I'm fine. not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I have abolished all other senses of religion. Okay. Except for mine. Well, yeah, that's bad. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. I have a large home, and I am driven everywhere in a Rolls Royce Ghost. <laughs> nice. Um, and then I hold a secret mission that no one uh, expected. I invite like uh, the prime minister over for lunch. Which one? Of England? the United Kingdom. Oh, okay. Comes over and he's talking about tea and stuff. I don't know. And I shake his hand, and I'm like, wah, 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 you didn't know. And he says, didn't know what. And I jump out of the building just in time as the whole place explodes. Whoa, that was a big power grab. I then take over the United Kingdom. Big boy power grab. And just start working my way through Europe. And, yeah. And I am, my religion has, like, plagued the earth. The one country I haven't touched, this is this will be important later, well, the few countries I haven't touched, are, like, Scandinavian countries, Russia, and Greenland and Iceland. But, like, every other country? Yeah. Completely gone. Why not Greenland? It's right next to Canada. Too big. <laughs> I've taken it's, over continents. It's really not... Yeah, well, if you've taken over Denmark, then technically you would have taken over Greenland because Greenland is a territory of Denmark. True. But, um, okay, now this happens. My followers are starting to lose faith. And they're like, is this guy really the chosen one? And I'm like, guys, it's me. (laughs) And they're like, nah. And so here's what I do. I start a ritual and I awaken an ice serpent. Okay, this is this is all part of it too. Um, I, I that took a that took a very fantastical turn. Right. Um, and so like the view I saw it from is like my feet and I'm standing up next to it and it like breaches the ice in Antarctica and it's like, and I grab my sword and shield and hand, and I slay the beast. 
and its head rests upon my castle. Yeah. Did you just slay the world serpent? I did. I forget its name. Jormungand or something like that. I'm just trying to sound... I'm just trying to trying sound, to sound like, smart. No, I'm just no, I'm just trying to sound Nordic. Hinga binga dinga binga. I, yeah. Bjork. Bjornga doinga. Um. Okay, sorry, water break. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I've officially been crowned the Messiah. But like, still, Russia, Iceland, and Greenland, then they start waging war. And, like, they are doing very well. Against they've, you? They've taken over all of Europe and Asia. They took it back? And Australia. Like, ah! ooh. Where are you going to get your ooh. kangaroo supply? Right. They don't. They obviously don't grow anywhere else. And so I'm pushed back to North America, and I'm starting to be like, hey, <laughs> friends. Your reign of terror is over! And this is what happens. I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm on the run. My taxi driver and I are going in the Rolls Royce Ghost. We're in, I think, like very far eastern Canada. When all of a sudden, the road ahead of me is exploded. My taxi driver is passed out, and I don't know how to drive, <laughs> since I'm a messiah and I don't do petty things. So I throw my taxi driver into the passenger seat, and I can't remember what happens next. Oh, yes, I do. I pull out a handgun from the, like, glove compartment. And I I cap a few Greenlanders. Greenlandites. Greenlandites. (laughs) Greenlandians. (laughs) But, yeah, and then I drive my taxi driver and I back to the United States. And I'm like, hey guys, they've reached Eastern Canada. It's, it's time in my special council, and I have a secret council. And it's like a scary secret council in the way where I sit at the bottom of this room, and like, I don't know any of the people in the secret council. That's pretty secret. But like, they've been chosen somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how this... How are, they the, are they the head worshippers of your religion? T- kind of, yeah. Um, like, you know how saints are chosen? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to perform two miracles or something? Yeah. They've, like, really devoted themselves to me, but I've never seen them. And they wear huge red cloaks with red hoods and, like, covers their face. And so I sit at the bottom of this room, and it's just, like... I'm getting trench vibes. Yeah? <laughs> and I'm... And you know, like, college rooms, and it's, like... The professor stands here, and then it's just seats yeah, going yeah, up. Yeah, like and, a lecture room. Yeah, but it's extremely steep. Okay. And, like, they sing choruses, too, in Latin. Huh. That's freaky. That is terrifying. It sounds kind of cultish. It extremely is. And, like, okay, I think the final decision was I move all my close associates, my taxi driver, all my friends... And we take up a spot in Chile. Mm -hmm. Not Argentina. Chile. And we bomb everything. Nuclear or just regular? Regular. Okay, so you can still, like, inhabit the... Earth, yeah. Oh, okay, great. But we've just, like, annihilated all huge cities. Mm -hmm. Wiped out all rebellion. Did your, uh, so across the world or just across America? Across the world. Did your secret council come with you? Mm-hmm. Oh. And, um, the way my final dream ended, and I, there will be more, I know that, is I'm sitting on this house on the coast, and I'm, like, looking at the Pacific Ocean. Getting some Thanos vibes. Yeah. End of, end of Infinity War. And I'm playing this big piano, because I am a pianist, and it's fun. And all of a sudden, I hear, like, this limping walk, mm-hmm. and I turn to the right, and it's my brother holding a gun. <laughs> and that's and that's where it kind of cut out. <sighs> what a twist. 
but right before the cutoff, this is the most important part, you hear, like, it's two words, I can't remember what they were, my hands hit the piano as if, like, I'm trying to get up quick or something, mm -hmm. and then a gunshot. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I can't, you that should is, make this into a movie. That is a cliffhanger. Dang, you should really sell these rights to someone. Right? Good stuff. Wow. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Thank you for telling me that. You're welcome. <laughs> Only took one fifteen minutes. I want to say maybe like twenty five. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we're uh, we're going on an hour now of recording. Doesn't feel like it. No. Um. What's yeah. the weirdest dream you've ever had, Will? Um, I don't know. I haven't had a I haven't had a dream that I remember in a very long time. I I, I had that I was very afraid of. It may not have been my weirdest, but spooky uh, dream. Yeah, yeah. Recently, relatively. um, no, it was probably about five years ago, oh. but I still remember it very vividly. Uh, Are you willing to share? Yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, I was helping my dad outside, mm -hmm. and obviously you can tell this is a very long time ago because I'm a jerk and I don't help him. Anymore. Wow, <laughs> wow, not a family man. <laughs> <laughs> not true um but uh and yes i do help my dad sometimes but no what uh so i was helping him outside and we were almost done so we were just doing some uh clean up pick up everybody clean up everybody do your share clean up clean up everywhere everybody everywhere and uh he so we were just getting done cleaning up, so we put the, uh, that's the wrong end. I know. It's like a, it's a koozie for your, for the microphone. <laughs> but, um, so I went into the Emporium. Yep. If you don't want, if you don't know what an Emporium is, look it up, you idiot. You fool. <sighs> you buffoon. Mm, you monkey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Maybe not the best to call people monkeys, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that. No. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll just stick to, like, ape. Is ape okay? Baboon. But you already said baboon. I said buffoon. Oh. Different. Alright, fine, baboon. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I apologize! I did not remember that it is a racial slur. Uh, yeah, so... We were just getting done uh, cleaning up, and uh, so I went into the Emporium, and all of a sudden there was this, or there was this like black hot tub where the TV usually is. Yeah. And I don't know, and for some reason I, I heard like I heard my dad running, or I said, "Hey, where's Mister Freeze?" And I heard my dad running behind me, and he started to say, "Will, don't say that." And then all of a sudden, there was, like, a Pee Wee Herman-esque doll <laughs> that popped up from the hot tub and said, Here I am! What? And then he teleported us to an ice cave, and we had these really uh, puffy pink parkas on. Puffy pink parkas? Puffy pink parkas. Um, and then he started singing this horrifying song. There was, like, this, you know, those, like, those music box... Oh, just like a creeping lullaby ding, 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 ding. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, so there was like that distorted music playing in the background, and it went on for like three minutes. And then all of a sudden, uh, like, I like I woke up in the dream, but I didn't wake up. And then I like, I thought it was a dream. And I was, and I thought to myself, oh yeah, there's no hot tub in the, there's no hot tub in the, uh, in the Emporium. So I realized that I had just slumbered off while I was uh, helping pick up. So I went back into the uh, into the emporium to finish picking up, and the hot tub was there. Oh. And that's where the dream ended. That is that is spooky. So yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty weird dream. I had a dream about my grandma running one time. Which I thought was really weird because back then I didn't understand that the older you get the 
the less athletic you become in most cases. Yeah. And so I was like, Grandma, why don't you run with me? And so, yeah, I just, I, I thought it was weird. That's bizarre. <laughs> like I just had a dream of my grandma, like, running a marathon or jogging or something. And I was like, this isn't reality. Oh, that is, <laughs> So, yeah, um, this has been a podcast episode. Yes, it has been. I am Will. I'm Mac. This has been the Brain Cube Podcast in the past. Hi, Mom. Hi. Hi. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's probably where we're going to end it. Maybe. Who knows? It's the finish. Do-do-do-do-do. All right. Um, so, you knew how to start a podcast. Do you want to tell me how to end a podcast? I, I really can't. You can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> For context, he put his hand on my shoulder and looked at me with a very sincere eyes and said, You can do anything. <laughs> I can, yeah. Comes from my heart, buddy. Alright, I'm Will. I'm Mac. And this is the end. The end of all things at the time of all times. The end is just a beginning. Death breeds life. War breeds more war. Parlays is just a thing that Jack Sparrow says. It's not a betting thing. It's 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 not. Okay. Salad ain't got nothing on my app. So I'm the Brain Cube Podcast. I'm Mill. Have a good night. Drink some water. Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.